welcome to Wielding Legacy. My name is Laura Payne Stanley, and this is your weekly audio insight because the key to unlocking your future lies in legacies. As I said, this is an audio insight, and it's one for high achievers, for visionaries, for empire builders, and for power couples. You see, I know that you are here, already creating an impact in your industry. You are here building a legacy for you and your family. And it drives you, it occupies your mind. But through my work as a trusted advisor to extraordinary entrepreneurs, I know you aren't yet reaching your greatest potential in your business, your performance, and in your relationships. Now, I'm known with my clients, I am one of their loudest cheerleaders, believing in them often before they do. And yet, you can't enroll me in your legacy limiting story. I'm your biggest empowering challenger as well as you create your ultimate legacy. So this audio insight is called Wielding Legacy because, as I said, the key to unlocking your future lies in legacies. Welcome to Finishing Strong or Crawling to the Finish Line. This is the next episode of Wielding Legacy. So let's dive in and let me ask you the question. Are you finishing this year strong? Or do you actually feel like you are crawling like on your hands and knees, like, you know, commando style, trying to get to the finish line? Do you know what? Actually, I'm going to do a quick reframe on my own question there. Let me ask you something else. Do you want to have an amazing 2022? Or if you're listening to this in the future, do you want to have an amazing next year? Hmm. <laughs> I used to swim as a kid. Now, when I say swim, I trained three times a week and I had my first ever coach. Hmm, funny that, now I'm a coach myself. And I'll never forget the wisdom that my coach taught me, along with lots of other things, but he also taught, taught me a lot of wisdom. You see, I wasn't, and I'm still not your typical swimmer. I'm only about five, five now on a good day. And as a kid at 13, I was about five foot nothing. I'm a curvy vixen and I'm proud of that. And I've been a curvy vixen since I kind of hit my teenage years. So when I used to go to swimming competitions, there's this moment when all of the swimmers like derobe, they're in their cap, they're in their swimsuits and they get on the blocks. And this like one moment that everyone takes a sneaky look up and down the lineup, just have a quick look to see who else is there and who your kind of competition was going to be. I did not look like competition, <laughs> but I knew it. I knew it. And I also knew something else. You see, the majority of races in swimming are won and lost, not at the beginning, but at the end of the race. Why? Well, if you're in the middle lane when you do swimming competitions, you often only can see the person either side of you. You can't see where everybody else is in the pool. And that's how it kind of works. And what happens is that most people will try and win against the people that they can see. So they're trying to win the race. So they're trying to win against the other swimmers. And my coach told me at the time, he said, swimmers though, you are only competing against yourself. Okay, the only race that is happening in that pool is the one that you can control, which is the one in your lane. You cannot influence what all the other swimmers are doing, but you can influence what you're doing. You can influence what's happening in your lane. You can swim your best and you can win your own race without having to leave your lane. I mean, wow. 
I mean, I was a kid. I started when I was seven years old. I was a kid and now I completely understand the wisdom that can be translated from what he told me into the business. And that's going to come up in the next episode of Wielding Legacy. But he also said something else to me. He also said, finish your strongest and swim past the end of the pool. Now, as a kid, I'm like, what? What do you mean? How do you swim past the end of the pool? There's an end of the pool. There's a wall in the way. So what did he actually mean? In swimming terms, what it meant is not gliding into the end of the pool. So if you ever watch swimming, you will see different swimmers. Uh, they time the ending of their race. So you can time the ending of your race depending on how often you breathe. So your breathe rate on which strokes. You can time the ending of your race. So you kind of glide into the wall and hit it just at the fingertips. Or you can treat the end of the race like the middle. And you can come in as fast as a trainer, as fast as you can. And you can finish that race really strong. Now, the brilliant part of this advice was that not only did I win races from the outer lanes, and if you know anything about swimming, you know what happens when you win from the outer lanes, but I also set myself up for success because the faster that you go when you are swimming in the heat in the previous race, you increase your chances of success by being in the middle lanes of the next time. So let's talk about why is an outer lane bad in swimming? Well, it's not bad, but there is a lot more friction in the pool because the water is going against the side of the pool and then back in against that, the outer swimmers. So that's why we don't like, like the outer lanes of swimming. So you could set yourself up on any race for how you're going to do in the next race, depending on how well you swam. So we still finish strong. And this is something that I've taken with me throughout all my years of swimming from when I damaged my shoulder to when I got back in the pool to when I did my first triathlon, I've always used that. And I get it. And I get it. I'm talking about swimming right now. And I get it that you may be feeling really beaten up by this year. You know, it's the second year of the pandemic. You may be feeling really almost broken. You may be feeling like you are drowning under, here's some of the topics I hear from my clients, under editing if you're a photographer or to-do list or funnels or writing, or sequences, or quiz building, you can feel like you're just, you can't get out from under this mountain. There's also another thing that can happen too, is the holidays. The holidays at this time of year can be a really interesting, beautiful, and actually societal approved way of procrastinating. We have Halloween, we have Thanksgiving, then obviously Christmas, Hanukkah, Diwali, there are so many things that can come around at this time of year, which are acceptable procrastination. And I also get that you may be feeling right now, do you know what? I'm done with the year. What the heck? I give up. I give up, I surrender, and I'll start again in the new year. I'll do the new year, new you. And this year doesn't exist, and let's just go into next year. And I'm going to say to you, don't be that person. Unless, normally with my advice, people want black and white, but there's a lot of gray areas. I love living in the gray areas because I'm going to say, don't do that unless you already have planned recurring or payment plan work that is taking you into the first quarter of next year and you are smashing all your targets. AKA, you do not need to get a single more, a single piece of work in. You don't need to attract any more clients and you've already smashed your first quarter targets for 2022. Is that you? If that's you, then wonderful. I'm still not going to tell you to check out because I don't believe in it, but I'm going to say to you, 
amazing. Give yourself some high fives. You've been implementing everything we've been talking about here on the podcast and you're doing great. However, if right now you look at your quarter one of 2022 and you're like, yeah, that's not me, Laura. That's not me right now. I can't call, you know, time out and I'm done. And all the money I've got coming in for the first quarter is great. And I'm smashing my goals. If that's not you, then do you know what? Now is go time. And don't bring in what I call the Monday effect. And the Monday effect is something that I've seen that happens in the world of fitness and the world of weight loss. When no matter what day it is, people will start again on Monday. So say that someone goes off plan of what they mean to do. Their intentions aren't 100% met on a Tuesday. Ah, whatever, hands go up in the air. I'll start again next Monday. It's the Monday effect. And that translates into what we're talking about today because it comes into the new year effect. AKA, I'm done with the year. I'm tired. I'm, you know, I'm calling a timeout and I'll start again in the new year. And I get it. I really do get it especially in certain industries, it may be for you right now, there's been a lot of juggling going on with work and life and trying to grow your business. I do get it. But I want to tell you why now is the time to dig in. Now, today's episode isn't about burnout, uh, but we're going to take a quick swing past this topic because I know that you may be feeling burnt out or that burnout is you know, fast approaching for you. And you may argue with me that you need to rest right now. But here's the thing that's not often talked about in terms of burnout, especially as an entrepreneur. If right now, again, you are looking at your revenue, predicted revenue for 2022, and I say predicted as in either cash and bank, contracts owed, recurring revenue payments, there is something, not talking about what theoretical sales here, I'm talking about actually projected money in. If you don't have what you want already in the pipeline of confirmed payments for January, February, and March, even if you are feeling burnout right now, and even if you take off time, your subconscious mind won't, because it knows that. It knows that, and it's causing stress and anxiety. So even if you say, time out, I'm done on the year, Laura. I need to go and recharge. I feel you, I get it. But I'm telling you right now, if your unconscious mind, as I've been saying that, it knows those numbers. It knows that actually it's not safe for you. And that's the point of the unconscious mind. It is there to protect you. If it is telling you right now, it is not safe for you to call a timeout because you do not have that money, that revenue, that profit coming in, in the first quarter of next year, it will be causing you stress and anxiety. And even if you take time off right now to slow down before the end of the year, your unconscious mind still has its foot on the accelerator. So one part of you is trying to slow down and one part of you is trying to go faster to bring the money in. It's like driving a car, okay? You've got one foot on the accelerator and you've got one foot with that while the handbrake is firmly down. You're gonna knacker your car. And I see this when clients are actually, they're trying to recharge. And I, you know, I'll get messages. My mind won't stop, Laura. And ultimately it won't stop because you need the revenue. You need the profit in a shorter time frame. And so whilst their body can take 100% time off and go and binge watch on Netflix or something like that, your subconscious mind, it isn't. It isn't, my friend. Even when you're trying to do that, 
it's still worrying, it's still turning, it's still looking for clients, it's still trying to run the numbers all the time. Okay, let's get back to my finishing strong after burnout public service announcement that I think I just did. What do you do first to finish strong? Well, there's three things I want to talk to you about, and one is called the assist. So in basketball, an assist is a pass to a teammate who scores a basket immediately or after one dribble. So I'm going to ask you right now, how can you do the assist for your clients so that when they are ready to do the score or to book someone in your field, it's easy for it to be you? And what do they want from you right now? This is one of the biggest um, areas I talk about when I talk about different things to do with marketing and what we create as content creators and what services you create for people. If you imagine right now, we have two bubbles. In bubble one is your world. Everything that you know, you believe in your experiences to this point. In bubble two is your hypothetical ideal clients model of the world. So everything they've been through, everything they're doing right now, what's happening in their model of the world. The biggest problem exists when we create content and services and offerings and products is that you in bubble one create for bubble one. So you're saying to yourself right now, and if you've ever said this, and I've had clients say this to me, I need to make money, Laura, how do I do it? There are way too many eyes in there because you are creating what you need. You are creating from bubble one. You are not creating for bubble two right now. So if you need to do it, literally stand up from where you've just been sitting and listening to me or standing and walking, take one pace to your left, and now you're in bubble two. And in bubble two, what's going on for your ideal client right now? Yes, hell yes, right now, as you're listening to me, what's going on for them right now? In their life, as it relates to your industry, what's going on for them? Now, let's be really clear with the assist. You aren't trying to sell them anything. You are trying to look to serve them with what's going on in their life. There is a difference between being in service and you may ask for a fee for that service than trying to sell at someone. Again, go back to what I just told you about bubble one. If you're in bubble one and you're trying to sell something to bubble two, it's like you're flinging it at bubble two. Please have it, please have it, please have it. And you're flinging it across, don't work. It does not work. So right now, do yourself the biggest favor that you can do. Step outside of your bubble, step over to bubble two and ask yourself in your ideal clients, if you were your ideal clients, what is going on for them right now? As the end of the year is coming around, as they're getting ready for 2022, what is going on for them? And what can you help them with without expectations? And I say without expectations because the assist could be content creation on social media or email platforms or adverts that you do, however you are doing your marketing in person right now. Don't forget about in-person or one-to-ones as well. What can you create for them with where they are? So that's number one, the assist. Number two, get them off the bench. So even though I'm not a basketball person, I'm going to kind of keep with basketball um, analogies right now. In basketball, we have something called a bench warmer. And a bench warmer is a player who doesn't play, but sits on the sidelines watching the games. Now you will have bench warmers. So who are your bench warmers? Those people who listen and watch and consume and 
are team you. They love what you're doing, but they're actually yet to get off the bench and get in the game, aka they've never bought from you. They've never engaged with you, but they just actively are listening, consuming what you do. How can you help them? Because you've already got no like and trust there with them. So what do they need finally to be engaged by you? So much so that they take themselves off the bench. So that's number two, get them off the bench. Number three, take the shot. When I said to you, if you're looking at your first quarter and you need some revenue and you need profit, again, we get very clear. Other podcast episodes I've done on profit and revenue get really clear what we need right now. Most people actually need profit, not revenue. But if you need profit and you need a profit injection in the first quarter, is there a client? It might be a previous client or a connection or someone that you just always feel like this alignment with that you'd love to work with in 2022. Um, Excuse me. Oh, oh, see, I'm just going to check in then because when I cough, I go, okay, what just happened? Because I believe in me through mind theory. So what was my gut just trying to tell me? Hmm. Mm, there's always an interesting one there when I talk about this stuff. So as I said, take the shot. This was not what I planned out or meant to talk about, but my gut wanted to tell me something here right now. So I'm just going to do a quick download. So what did my gut want to tell me? Okay, this is interesting. My gut wanted me to, to say, that's why I coughed. The more important thing about take the shot is it isn't just a client, say from if you're back into client bubble one, that you want to work with in client who's in bubble two, who's one that you know you can add value to what they do, that you know that your gut, your intuition knows that you can be of service to them and help them. Mm. I will thank my intuition for that one. That's a great one. Okay. And is there a total project price that would be a dream for you to go into 2022 with? Now, I want you to think of one person, just one, because whenever I do this with clients, we start getting to 10 to 20. I didn't say that. I said one, the power of one. So is there one person that you can think of like this right now? And once you have your one person, take the shot. Create a bespoke proposal for them and then share it with them in any methodology of which you currently have a relationship. This is, by the way, take the shot. Don't do this cold. And this does not include LinkedIn messages of, hey there, I saw you were in this, blah, blah, blah. None of that. We don't do that kind of marketing. Integrity-led marketing. But if you think you can be of service to someone, then take the shot. And if you do the work now, if you, my friend, finish the year strong, especially if you do need that revenue in the first quarter, then you're going to be setting yourself up for an amazing 2022. This episode goes out to all of those people, and it might be you, my friend, who are feeling a bit beaten up by the year. And when you read the title of this, you identified that you were crawling, or actually, maybe you are just not looking forward to next year as much as you've done in previous year. I've got you. I see you. And I want you to know this, that the rest of this year, and there's plenty of time to change it around. The rest of this year and next has the ability to be all that you dreamed of. And if you want to set yourself up for an amazing 2022, then finish strong and take that momentum with you. 
If you are craving or in need to finish the year strong or to start 2022 for success, I have two offerings for you right now. Firstly, a 90-minute on-demand session for a super boost of LPS energy and top-line strategy. I don't just do all mindset stuff. We do strategy too because I know you want to make money for how to kick off your 2022 for success. Secondly, a private accelerated day in person or on Zoom with 30 days of support. This includes one-to-one sessions with me as well. Dates are available from February onwards. So come and let me know over on Instagram if you've loved today's episode at Laura Payne Stanley or if you have any questions on how we can work together.